Blog Talk Radio. Elle était puissante. 
And that one word, heaven opened. Les cieux se sont ouverts. We are living in the dispensation of open heaven. Nous vivons la dispensation de les cieux ouverts. Let us not miss this season. Ne ratons pas cette saison. Enjoy much about it even as is written in the book of First Thessalonians chapter 4 Siku ya unyakuzi tumenena mengi sana kuihusu hata jinsi ilivyoandikwa katika kitabu cha Wapesalonike wa kwanza mlango wa 4 verses 16 and 17 Mstari wa 16 na wa 17 And I'm going to read very very slowly here that you may be on the same accord Nami naenda kusoma kwa polepole sana hapa ili kwamba muwe katika kiwango sawa I'm starting from here so that everybody may be in one accord on the same page Ninaanzia hapa ili kwamba kila mmoja awe katika kiwango sawa katika ukurasa sawa about the wedding of the lamb of god Kuihusu harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu Hallelujah Hallelujah First Thessalonians chapter 4 Kitambu ni Watesalonike wa kwanza mlango wa 4 verses 16 and 17 Mstari wa 16 na wa 17 I am reading from amplified and then I'll read from the NIV Ninasoma kutoka katika tafsiri ya amplified kisha nitasoma katika ile tafsiri ya NIV But let me read amplified it says Lakini mwanzo nasoma katika amplified na anasema For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a loud cry of summons. Kwa sababu Bwana mwenyewe atashuka kutoka mbinguni pamoja na sauti kuu ya mwaliko. With the shout of an archangel. Na sauti kuu ya malaika mkuu. And with the blast of the trumpet of God. Na parapanda ya Mungu. And those who have departed this life in Christ na wale walioyaacha maisha haya katika Kristo 
will rise first watafufuka wa kwanza and if you remember the key phrase there would be departed this life in christ na ukikumbuka neno la muhimu pale litakuwa walioyaacha maisha haya katika kristo those who were born again at the time they went to die wale waliokuwa wamezaliwa upya wakati ule walifariki jesus calls it went to sleep Yesu anawaita walienda kulala. Fell asleep. Walilala. They will rise first, that's what he says. Watafufuliwa wa kwanza, hivyo ndivyo anavyosema. Verse 17 says, Mstari wa 17 anasema, Then we the living ones who remain on the earth shall simultaneously be caught up along with the resurrected dead. Kisha sisi tulio hai tuliosalia tutanyakuliwa pamoja na hao wafu waliofufuliwa in the clouds to meet the lord in the air katika mawingu kukutana na bwana hewani and so always through the eternity of the eternities we shall be with the lord na hivyo basi siku zote katika milele ya milele tutakuwa na bwana That is what amplified says. Hivyo ndivyo amplified inavyosema. And then verse 18 he says. Na katika mstari wa 18 anasema, Therefore comfort and encourage one another with these words. Basi farijia nini na kuhimizana kwa maneno haya. But now the NIV. Lakini sasa katika tafsiri ya NIV, which I've always read says, For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of god and the dead in christ will rise first then after that we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the lord in the air and so we will be with the lord forever katika tafsiri ya NIV ambayo nimekuwa nikisoma mara kwa mara anasema hivi kwa sababu Bwana mwenyewe atashuka kutoka mbinguni pamoja na mwaliko na sauti ya malaika mkuu na parapanda ya Mungu nao waliokufa katika Kristo watafufuliwa kwanza kisha sisi tulio hai tulio salia tutanyakuliwa pamoja nao katika mawingu ili tumlaki Bwana hewani na hivyo tutakuwa pamoja na Bwana milele Therefore encourage each other with these words. Basi farijia nini kwa maneno haya? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, that is the basis of the wedding of the lamb of God. Sasa huo ndo msingi wa harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu. That is the basis of the rapture of the church. Huo ndo msingi wa unyakuzi wa kanisa. And the rapture of the church is the most important day. Na unyakuzi wa kanisa ndiyo siku ya muhimu zaidi for which the nations of the earth were created ambayo kwayo mataifa ya ulimwengu yaliumbwa the wedding of the lamb is the most important day for which the church was formed siku ya harusi ya mwana kondoo wa Mungu ndiyo siku ya muhimu sana ambayo kwayo kanisa liliumbwa let me raise it to another level wacha niinue kwa kiwango kingine The wedding of the lamb of God Harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu The day of rapture Siku ya unyakuzi 
is the most important reason Jesus was given to the nations of the earth. Ndiyo sababu ya muhimu zaidi ambayo Yesu alipeanwa kwa mataifa ya ulimwengu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me bring it forward. Wacha nilete mbele zaidi. The day of rapture. Siku ya unyakuzi is the most important reason. Ndiyo sababu ya muhimu zaidi why Jesus went to the cross. Kwa nini Yesu alienda msalabani? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He went to the cross that he may redeem the church. Alienda msalabani ili kwamba alikomboe kanisa. And so you begin to understand right away that the day of the wedding of the lamb of God. Na hivyo basi unaanza kuelewa moja kwa moja ya kwamba siku ya harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu essentially redefines the meaning of the word redemption. Kimsingi inaelezea upya na kwa maana zaidi maana ya neno ukombozi. Redeeming. Kukomboa. Redeem. Aliyekombolewa. Which means you cannot just say look I have been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. Inayomaanisha uwezi sema tu kwamba tazama mimi nimekombolewa kwa damu ya mwanakondoo. And you're just walking around here. Na ili hali unatembea tembea hapa na pale. And you're just performing the same practices the earthly living. Na bado unaendelea kutenda yale yale mambo, yale maisha ya kidunia. And you say what? I am a Christian, I've been redeemed. Na kisha unasema unajua nini? Mimi ni Mkristo nimekombolewa. Redemption of the blood of Jesus must have a target. Hallelujah. Ukombozi wa damu ya Yesu lazima uwe na lengo. Hallelujah. There must be a target in redemption. Redemption is living. Lazima kuwe na lengo katika ukombozi. Ukombozi ni kuishi. It's alive. Ukombozi uhai. It is perpetual, it's continuous, it's continual. Ni wa kuendelea bila kukoma, ni wa kuendelea. It is mobile, it's not static, it's not dead, it's alive. Ni wa kuendelea katika kusonga na kukua, sio ule ambao umekwama mahali pamoja. Sawa? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That means Hiyo inamaanisha the concept the Lord lavished us with, the concept of being born again. Swala ambalo Bwana alitumiminia Swala hili la kuzaliwa mara ya pili or being redeemed being saved swala la kukombolewa la kuokolewa brings forth growth hallelujah linaleta kukua hallelujah if you are redeemed and you are experiencing no growth ikiwa umekombolewa na ili hali hauna kukua kokote if you are redeemed ikiwa umekombolewa and yet you are stagnating in your growth na ili hali umekwama katika kukua kwako you are not experiencing any spiritual growth hauwi na kukua kokote kwa kiroho then you have not yet been redeemed basi wewe bado haujakombolewa hallelujah hallelujah either not yet redeemed at all either haujakombolewa kabisa kabisa or redeemed and then recycled back to sin to the world ama ulikombolewa kisha ukarudi nyuma ukarejelea ulimwengu ukarejelea dhambi so there is no growth hiyo basi hakuna kukua kokote so i want you today to inculcate to inbuild within your life this very important 
concept of spiritual growth. Hivyo basi ninataka leo hii muweze kuangazia, muweze kulihusisha, muweze kujichunguza sawa sawa na hili swala la kukua. Even as a pastor, you must experience spiritual growth. Hata kama mchungaji, lazima uwe na kukua kwa kiroho. Even as a bishop, you must see spiritual growth. Hata kama askofu, lazima uone kukua kwa kiroho. If you don't, something is wrong. Ikiwa haukui, basi kuna jambo ambalo si sawa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you don't experience spiritual growth, ikiwa hauwi na kukua kwa kiroho, a mobile front. Kule kusonga kwa mbele kwa kuendelea, a moving front. Hali ya kuendelea mbele, then you are not redeemed, that's what I'm saying. Basi wewe haujakombolewa, hicho ndicho ninachosema. Why would I say such a big thing? Kwa nini niseme jambo kubwa kama hilo? Because number one, the church has perpetually stagnated over the centuries. Maana mwanzo ama ya kwanza kabisa, kanisa limekwama mahali pamoja pale miaka hiyo yote. The church has not experienced growth. Kanisa halijakuwa na kukua kokote kule. Why would I say so? Kwa nini niseme hivyo? Because they thought that when I raise a tent like this, maana walidhani kwamba nikiinua hema kama hili, go to Kawangware raise another tent. Niende Kawangware ninue hema lingine. Go to Bahati Nakuru raise a tent. Niende Bahati Nakuru ninue hema lingine. Go to Eldama Ravin Tarbo. Niende Eldama Ravin Tarubo. Kakamega raise a tent. Kakamega ninue hema lingine. I am experiencing growth. Mimi napitia kukua. But I'm here to submit unto you that that is not growth except it be spiritual growth. Lakini niko hapa kuambieni wazi kwa wazi ya kwamba hiyo sio kukua isipokuwa iwe ni kukua kwa kiroho. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It cannot be physical growth. Haiwezi kuwa ni kukua kwa kijinsia kwa kimwili. Because now we are even more enlightened. We know better. Maana sasa hata tumefunuliwa macho zaidi. Tunajua zaidi sana. It takes just money. Inagarimu tu pesa. You get a few accountants to balance your books, right? Unapata wahasibu wachache kuweka vitabu vyako sawa. Hire some people who have done personnel management. Ugodeshe watu fulani ambao wamefanya personnel management. Public relations. Wamefanya public relations. Give each a desk. Alafu mpatie kila mmoja wao dawati. And you'll have a big thing called a church. Alafu utakuwa na kitu kubwa sana kiitwacho kanisa. With more than 10,000 people in. Na zaidi ya watu elfu kumi. You can even build another one in another town. Alafu unaweza hata kujenga lingine katika mji mwingine. Go to a good designer, graphics designer, she can even design for you so well. Uende kwa mchoraji mzuri sana, hata anaweza kukuchorea vyema sana. Oh he and write a poster and put an M tag. Alafu naandika mtume, alafu neka kibandiko cha jina. We know that's possible to do this today. Tujue kwamba inawezekana kufanya hivyo leo hii. The public relations will always put your meetings on TV. Wale wa public relations watakao kiweka mikutano zako katika televisheni. Radios. People say I'm going to so and so church. Thank God they always say so and so church, right? Wataziweka pia katika redio. Alafu watu watakao wakisema kwamba naenda katika kanisa la fulani na fulani. 
Nashukuru Bwana wanasema kanisa la fulani na fulani. Not the Lord's church, right? Sio kanisa la Bwana. There must be the concept of growth within this so much this novel concept of being born again, the blood of Jesus. Lazima kuwe na swala la kukua katika hili swala la muhimu sana, swala la kuokoka, swala la damu ya Yesu. There must be spiritual growth even among the pastors. Lazima kuwe na kukua kwa kiroho hata miongoni mwa wachungaji. There's no way you can experience growth in the church without the pastor seeing growth. Hakuna vile wewe utakuwa na kuwa katika kanisa ikiwa mchungaji wako hakui hata even the sheep hata kondoo even the folk in the church hata kundi la Bwana kanisani if your pastor is not experiencing growth something is wrong in that church ikiwa mchungaji wako hapitii kukua kokote kuna kitu ambacho si sawa katika hilo kanisa you ought to be able to see right lazima uwe na uwezo wa kuona from where you started that pastor kuanzia mahali ulipoanzia na huyo mchungaji and where you are with that pastor so many years down the line na mahali ambapo upo na huyo mchungaji sasa katika miaka hiyo yote iliyopita or up the road you must see that his word has strengthened you see that lazima uone ya kwamba neno lake limetiwa nguvu you must see that his teaching is rooted on the concept of holiness lazima uone ya kwamba anafundisha na amekita mizizi yake katika swala hili la utakatifu on this novel teaching well cherished righteousness in the bible katika haya mafundisho ya damani sana, mafundisho ya heshima, ya haki katika Biblia and focusing the church onto the kingdom of God. Na akiwa analilenga kanisa kwa ufalme wa Mungu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now why did I bring that in after reading this? Sasa ni kwa nini nilihusisha hili swala baada ya kusoma haya? How does that tally with the wedding of the lamb that I read from 1 Thessalonians here? Hiyo inalingana vipi na harusi ya mwana kondoo niliyosoma katika Wathesalonike wa kwanza hapa? Maana anasema and those who have died in Christ Jesus na wale waliokufa katika Kristo Yesu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Watafufuliwa wa kwanza. And then those who be alive at that time na kisha wale watakaokuwa hai wakati huo and yet living in Christ Jesus na ili hali wanaishi katika Kristo Yesu will be them in the sky wataunganika pamoja nao angani haleluya haleluya why does that reflect on spiritual growth kwa nini hiyo inaambatana na kukua kwa kiroho look here precious people tazama hapa watu wa dhamani Redemption is not completed until you make it into the kingdom of God. Ukombozi haujakamilika hadi ufaulu kuingia katika ufalme wa Mungu. So redemption has to have a moving profile, a moving front. Hivyo basi ukombozi lazima uwe na hili swala la kusonga na kuendelea mbele. Redemption that Jesus brought through his blood. Ukombozi ambao Yesu aliuleta kupitia damu yake must focus the church towards the coming Messiah. Lazima ulilenge kanisa kwa Mesia anayekuja. That's the growth I'm talking about. Huko ndiko kukua ninakolena kuhusu. Redemption must reflect what we see in First Thessalonians. Ukombozi lazima uangazie kile ambacho tunaona katika Wathesalonike wa kwanza. Chapter 4 I read 16 and 17. Mlango wa 4 na nilisoma mstari wa 16 na wa 17. And also Ephesians. Na pia Waefeso. Chapter 4 precious people I will turn there with you. 
Waifeso wa mlango wanne watu wa dhamani nitaenda pale pamoja nanyi. Ephesians 4:11 Waifeso mlango wanne nasoma mstari wa 11 kuendelea. And I'll read amplified and then NIV again. Na nitasoma mwanzo katika amplified kisha katika tafsiri ya NIV. And his gifts were varied. He himself appointed and gave men to us some to become apostles, special messengers. Na karama zake zilikuwa tofauti. Yeye mwenyewe aliwateua na kuwachagua watu na akatupa wengine wawe mitume wajumbe maalum Some prophets inspired preachers and expounders wengine wawe manabii wahubiri waliojazwa na wenye kulifahamu neno kwa undani zaidi Some evangelists preachers of the gospel traveling missionaries Wengine wawe wa injilisti, wahubiri wa injili, mamishonari wa kusafiri. Some pastors, shepherds of his flock. Wengine wawe wachungaji, wachungaji wa kundi lake. And teachers. Na walimu. Mstari wa 12 anasema, His intention was the perfecting and the full equipping of the saints his consecrated people that they should do the work of ministering towards building up Christ's body the church hallelujah anasema kwa kusudi la kuwakamilisha na kuwafahamisha wateule ipasavyo watu wake waliotengwa waliowekwa wakfu hata watende kazi ya kujenga mwili wa Kristo yani kanisa hallelujah Verse 13 that it might develop building up that it might develop until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the son of god hata iweze kuimarika iweze kujengeka hata sisi sote tutakapofikia umoja katika imani na kuelewa kwa ufahamu timilifu na kamili wa mwana wa Mungu and that we might arrive at really mature manhood the completeness of personality which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection na kwamba tuweze kufikia utu komavu wa kweli ukamilifu wa utu ambao ni kimo halisi cha Kristo katika ukamilifu The measure of the stature of the fullness of the Christ and the completeness found in him Kipimo cha kimo cha ukamilifu wa Kristo na ukamilifu ulio ndani mwake Hallelujah Hallelujah You see how he expounds it there Mnaona jinsi anayoelezea kwa ndani zaidi pale. He says the very important reason. Anasema kwamba sababu ile kuu na nyeti zaidi. The most important reason why he called the apostles. Sababu ya muhimu zaidi kwa nini aliwaita mitume. And he says he gave varied gifts. Na anasema akapeana karama tofauti tofauti. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many understand very the way I do? Wangapi wanaelewa ile tofauti tofauti jinsi ninavyoelewa? 
It means different. Inamaanisha isiyo sawa. Very different gifts. Karama ambazo ni tofauti tofauti. He gave different gifts. Alipeana karama tofauti tofauti. And he made some to be apostles. Na akawafanya wengine wawe mitume. Some prophets. Wengine manabii. Some evangelists. Wengine waangelisti. Some pastors. Wengine wachungaji. Some teachers. Wengine waalimu. Fivefold, right? Zile huduma tano. What was the purpose? Jukumu lake lilikuwa gani? In order to mature the church. Ili kwamba waweze kulikomaza kanisa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's what I meant when I said there must be such a thing as growth in your spiritual life. Na hicho ndicho nilichomaanisha niliposema ya kwamba lazima kuwe na swala la kukua katika maisha yako. Even as a pastor. Hata kama mchungaji. If I looked at you and saw you today and saw that there is no growth I would need to speak with you. Ikiwa nitakutazama leo hii na nione ya kwamba hakuna kukua kokote ndani mwako, itanibidi ninene na wewe. He would compel me to meet you. Atanisababisha nikutane na wewe. And so please tell him or her. Naniambia tafadhali muambie that they need to review their work and their service. Ya kwamba wanapaswa kutazama na kuchunguza upya mtembeo wao na ibada yao huduma yao kwa Bwana. What does that mean? Hiyo inamaanisha nini? That means Hiyo inamaanisha He expects the fruit of repentance from your life. Anatarajia tunda la toba toka katika maisha yako. If you were in sin of this nature at this place, ikiwa ulikuwa katika dhambi ya aina hii mahali hapa, at this time, wakati huu, four years down the line you did shed it off. Miaka 4 iliyopita uliondoa katika maisha yako the perfectioning of the sainthood kukamilisha wateule meaning god's consecrated people inayomaanisha watu wa Mungu waliotengwa waliowekwa wakfu which means there is a gradual process of perpetual consecration inayomaanisha kuna hatua ya kuendelea kwa kutengwa na kutia wakfu kunakoendelea bila kukoma that is required in the church ambako kuna hitajika kanisani if she is to make it into the wedding of the lamb ikiwa hili kanisa litafaulu kuingia katika harusi ya mwana kondoo and that's why this blanket statement i have seen which is so deceptive na ndio maana hili swala la kijumla ambalo nimeona ambalo ni la udanganyifu sana having come from the devil ambalo limetoka kwa ibilisi and the prosperity preachers are preaching it all over tv global moreover na wahubiri wa ufanisi wanaihubiri katika televisheni Nakumbuka ni televisheni ambazo zinafika kote duniani the false prophets of prosperity manabii wa uongo wa ufanisi the prophets of baal the modern form of baalism manabii wa baali aina ya baali ya kisasa listen ah don't worry wanasema aha usijali once you are redeemed by the blood punde tu umekombolewa na damu that's it imetosha hivyo You have made it. Wewe There is a scripture they use which says once you are redeemed you are aware that you have been redeemed. You see that? Kuna kifungo ambacho wanatumia kinasema kwamba punde umekombolewa unajua kwamba umekombolewa. But I'm here to tell you that that is a lie. That's the lie of the devil. Lakini niko hapa kuambia kwamba huo ni uongo. Huo ni uongo wa ibilisi. Then the Lord would not have 
celebrated spiritual growth the way he has done it here. Hivyo basi Bwana hangesherehekea kukua kwa kiroho jinsi amefanya hivyo hapa. He has centralized the need for the pastor to grow. Amelenga sana swala la mchungaji kukua. The church to grow. Kanisa likue. The shepherds, the evangelists. Wachungaji, wainjilisti. Because Paul even warned and said, "Let's be watchful on this item here." Maana hata Paulo alionya akasema wacha tumakinike kulihusu jambo hili hapa. Because lest we preach it. Maana tusije tukaihubiri. And we ourselves miss out on the wedding of the lamb. Nasi wenyewe tuikose hiyo harusi ya mwana kondoo. You see that? But that was the Holy Spirit that said so. Na huyo alikuwa Roho Mtakatifu aliyesema hivyo. So within redemption there must be a profile of growth. Hivyo basi katika ukombozi lazima kuwe na swala la kukua. And that's why the church today has remained infant over the years. He says here until they attain the full height. I like that telos in Greek. Anasema hapa ya kwamba hadi wafikie kimo kikamilifu. Telos katika Ugiriki. Until the church has attained the height, the full completeness of the height of Christ. Hadi kanisa lifikie kile kimo, kile kimo timilifu cha ukamilifu cha Kristo. I want to begin from here as the foundation for this very important revelation I'm about to give. Ningependa kuanzia hapa kama msingi wa ufunuo muhimu sana ambao ningependa kupeana. The height of Christ is the spiritual height. Kimo cha Kristo ni kimo cha kiroho. Right? So the growth you ought to see in your spiritual life Hivyo basi kukua ambako unapaswa kuona katika maisha yenu ya kiroho must be a spiritual growth. Lazima kuwe ni kukua kwa kiroho. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now. The fullness of stature. Ule ukamilifu wa kimo. The maturity is talking about. Ukomavu ambao wananena kuhusu is prophesied like i said in genesis chapter 1 verse 26 umetabiriwa jinsi nilivyosema katika kitabu cha mwanzo mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 26 i'm going to say it here what it says ninaenda kusema hapa jinsi anavyosema it says then god said let us make man in our own image and likeness anasema hapa mungu akasema na tumfanye mtu kwa mfano wetu kwa sura yetu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us make man in our own image and likeness. Na tumfanye mtu katika umbo na sura yetu. That image is not a physical image precious people. Hiyo sura sio sura ya kijinsia ya kimwili watu wa dhamani. It's a spiritual image. Ni umbo la kiroho. And that was a prophecy that was proclaimed by the Holy Spirit. Na huo ulikuwa unabii ambao ulitangazwa na Roho Mtakatifu during creation. Wakati wa uumbaji. You know that that prophecy can only be fulfilled. Na unajua kwamba huo unabii unaweza tu kutimilizwa on the day of the wedding of the lamb of God. Katika hiyo siku ya harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu. Right? Because the image of God maana sura ya Mungu does not die. Haifi. Turn with me in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Enda pamoja nami katika kitabu cha Wakorintho wa kwanza mlango wa 15. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Wakorintho wa kwanza mlango wa 15. Verses 50 to 56. Mstari wa 50 hadi wa 56. This is what he says here. Hivi ndivyo anavyosema hapa. He says. Anasema. But I tell you I tell you this brethren 
flesh and blood cannot become partakers of eternal salvation and inherit or share in the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable, that which is decaying, inherit or share in the imperishable, the immortal. Anasema, ndugu zangu ni semayo ni haya. Ya kuwa nyama na damu haziwezi kuhusika katika wokovu wa milele na kuurithi au kushiriki ufalme wa Mungu wala uharibifu yani vile vinavyooza kuurithi au kushiriki katika visivyoharibika visivyokufa Haleluya Haleluya Bas 51 Mstari wa hamsini na moja. He says take notice which means I warn you right Anasema angalieni inayomaanisha na waonyeni sawa take notice i tell you a mystery a secret truth an event decreed by the hidden purpose or counsel of god we shall not all fall asleep in death but we shall all be changed transformed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the sound of the last trumpet call for the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will be raised imperishable free and immune from decay hallelujah and we shall be changed transformed anasema hivi angalieni nawaambia ninyi siri siri ya kweli tukio lililowekwa na kusudi fiche au shauri la Mungu hatutalala sote katika kifo lakini sote tutabadilishwa tutageuzwa kwa dakika moja kwa kufumba na kufumbua jicho wakati wa parapanda ya Mungu maana parapanda Italia na wafu katika Kristo watafufuliwa wasiwe na uharibifu walio huru na wasiooza na kuharibika haleluya nasi tutabadilishwa tutageuzwa haleluya haleluya did somebody understand what i understood jemtu alielewa kile nilichoelewa free and immune from decay walio huru na wasioweza kuoza na kuharibika haleluya Haleluya. Free and immune from decay. Walio huru na wasioweza kuharibika au kuoza. No more decay. Hakuna kuoza tena. We know what causes decay. Yes. Twajua kile kinachosababisha kuoza. Chachu. Sin. Zambi. You put a little yeast in the bread cannot even finish a week. Unaweka chachu kidogo katika mkate Hauwezi hata kukaa juma moja. Haleluya. Haleluya. This is it. Free and immune from decay, from sin. Walio huru kutokana na kuoza na kuharibika kutokana na dhambi. Decay is death, right? Kuharibika makuoza ni kifo, sawa? But death 
is the wage of sin. Lakini kifo ndio mshahara wa dhambi. So it means he's saying Hivyo basi inamaanisha anasema that the full stature ya kwamba kimo kikamilifu will come only when the church has overcome sin. Kitakuja tu wakati ule ambao kanisa litakuwa limeshinda dhambi. And that's the likeness and image of God. Na huo ndio umbo na sura ya Mungu. Are we understanding this? Je, tuelewa haya? So he's centralizing right now something very important. Hivyo basi sasa hivi analenga jambo la muhimu sana. The fact that spiritual growth swala kwamba kukua kwa kiroho has to perpetually remove you continuously drift you kuna paswa kukuondoa kwa kuendelea kukuvuta mbali kwa kuendelea and waft you away from sin na kukutenga mbali sana tokana na dhambi that's why i said there must be a profile a front a moving front ndio maana nilisema kwamba lazima kuwe na swala la kusonga na kuendelea mbele in this redemption that jesus brought katika huu ukombozi ambao Yesu aliuleta so you may grow to full stature ili upate kuwa katika kimo timilifu but for the perishable part of us must put on the imperishable nature maana sehemu yetu iharibikayo lazima ivalie kutoharibika and this mortal part of us this nature that is capable of dying na hii sehemu yetu inayokufa sehemu yetu iliyo na uwezo wa kufa must put on immortality lazima ivalie kutokufa freedom from death uhuru kutokana na kifo haleluya he says haleluya anasema and when this perishable puts on the imperishable and this that was capable of dying puts on freedom from death anasema na wakati hii iharibikayo itakapovalia kutoharibika na hii iliyo na kufa itakapovalia kutokufa yani uhuru kutokana na kifo immunity to death kutokufa then shall be fulfilled the scripture that says death is swallowed up utterly vanquished forever ndipo litakapotimia andiko lisemalo kifo kimeshindwa kabisa is swallowed up utterly vanquished forever kifo kimemezwa kimeharibiwa milele in and unto victory katika na ndani mwa ushindi 55 says oh death where is your victory oh death where is your sting mocking death now katika mstari wa 55 anasema ewe mauti kushinda kwako kuwapi ewe mauti uchungu wako uwapi sasa anadhihaki kifo. And he says, now sin is the sting of death. Na anasema sasa dhambi ndo uchungu wa mauti. And sin exercises power upon the soul through the abuse of the law. Na dhambi ina nguvu juu ya nafsi kupitia kuitusi sheria. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Then you can now be able to mock at death sasa unaweza kudhihaki kifo because it can touch you no more maana kifo hakiwezi kukuguza tena right sawa spiritual growth kukua kwa kiroho must perpetually kill the perishable lazima kwa kuendelea kuue vinavyoharibika 
within you the servants of the Lord and the church. Ndani mwenu ninyi watumishi wa Bwana na kanisa. That's the profile I kept talking about. Hiyo ndilo swala la kuendelea mbele ambalo nimekuwa nikinena kulihusu. So it means the Lord is saying that Hivyo basi inamaanisha Bwana anasema The blood of Jesus damu ya Yesu that was poured at Calvary iliyomwagwa Calvary for the sins of men kwa dhambi za binadamu has a transforming power ina uwezo wa kugeuza I'm just building the foundation for the revelation I'll give you okay Ninaweka tu msingi wa ufunuo nitakao wapeni There must be a transforming power lazima kuwe na nguvu za kubadilisha za kugeuza manifest in your life emanating from the blood of Jesus ziwe zinadhihirika katika maisha yako zikitokana na damu ya Yesu and that transforming power when people see it it should come out na hizo nguvu za kugeuza wakati watu wanaziona lazima zijitokeze as the killing of the perishable kama kuwa kwa vinavyoharibika as the destroying of the mortal into immortality kama kuharibu kufa hadi kuwa kutokufa your continual transformation towards the stature the height the spiritual height of Christ kugeuzwa kwako kwa kuendelea ili kuelekea kimo timilifu kimo cha kamilifu kimo kamilifu cha Kristo and that raises the next question na hiyo basi inatuletea swali linalofuatia in your lives katika maisha yenu have you ever taken the bother to ask yourself this question je umewahi chukua mzigo wa kujiuliza hili swali would jesus have done this je yesu angefanya hiki ambacho anafanya haleluya haleluya would jesus have done what i'm doing je yesu angeweza kufanya hiki ambacho anafanya because you are supposed to be on your path your pathway your tenure track should be leading you towards being Christ like maana unapaswa kuwa katika njia njia yako ile ambayo inapaswa kuwa inakuelekeza kuwa katika usawa na Kristo kufanana na Kristo haleluya haleluya i'm using this to lay a foundation for this wake up call ninayatumia haya kuweka msingi kwa ajili ya huu mwito wa mwamsho if you are going to be used as a revival springboard ikiwa mnaenda kutumika kama chanzo cha uvuvio then you have to be awakened to this hiyo basi lazima muamushwe kwa haya it cannot be business as usual haiwezi kuwa biashara ama shughuli kama kawaida that you may prepare his people so the church may experience spiritual growth ya kwamba muweze kuandaa watu wake ili kwamba kanisa liwe na kukua kwa kiroho if the lord appeared here to do an audit a spiritual audit ikiwa bwana angejitokeza hapa kufanya kuchunguza kwa kiroho would he find that the christians have grown je atapata kwamba wakristo wamekua walk into town here walk into one of the churches in town enda mjini hapa enda katika mojawapo ya makanisa hapa mjini and you would ask them hasn't your pastor even taught you how to dress when you're going before the lord na utawauliza je hata mchungaji wenu hajawafundisha jinsi ya kuvaa wakati mnaenda mbele za bwana hasn't he read for you first corinthians chapter 6 verse 12 on that your body is the holy temple of the holy spirit je hajawasomeni wa korinto wa kwanza mlango wa sita mstari wa 12 kuendelea kwamba mwili wako ni hekalu takatifu la roho mtakatifu You cannot dress like the prostitute in Koinange. Hawezi kuvalia kama malaya Koinange. No way. 
haiwezekani. Hasn't the pastor read for you that you are now sons of light? Je, mchungaji hajawasomeni kwamba ninyi sasa ni wana wa nuru? The children of the light. Wana wa nuru. Hasn't your pastor told you that you are Christ ambassadors? Je, mchungaji wenu hajawaambia kwamba ninyi ni mabalozi wa Kristo? When someone sees you, you should see Christ Jesus the Holy One. Wakati mtu anaona lazima amuone Kristo Yesu aliye mtakatifu. Right? Sawa? The Holy One of Israel. Mtakatifu wa Israeli. Then that means spiritual growth has not taken place. Sasa hiyo inamaanisha kwamba hakuja kuwa na kukua kwa kiroho kokote. You have just put together things mechanically and you have seen growth. Umeweka tu mambo pamoja pamoja katika hali ya kibinadamu kisha umeweza kukua. And that growth has two dimensions. Na huko kukua kuna mitazamo miwili. The physical growth and the spiritual. Kukua kwa kimwili, kwa kijinsia na kukua kwa kiroho. You are stretching the physical tents. Munapanua zile hema za kijinsia. But remember Lakini kumbuka that the most important underlying factor is the spiritual growth. Ya kwamba swala la muhimu zaidi ni kule kukua kwa kiroho. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That even as you teach this word ili kwamba hata wakati mnalifundisha hili neno let there be the transformation of the lives of the saints wacha kuweko na kugeuzwa kwa maisha ya wateule let there be the transformation of your own lives as pastors wacha kuweko na kugeuzwa kwa maisha yenu binafsi kama wachungaji haleluya haleluya you cannot preach it when it does not pierce you it must transform you too Hauwezi kuhubiri wakati haikuchomi wewe mwenyewe. Lazima ikugeuze wewe mwenyewe pia. That is when you know that the transforming word of God is being preached by you. Hapo ndipo utajua ya kwamba neno la kugeuza la Mungu linahubiriwa na wewe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even you as a pastor you must experience growth. Hata wewe kama mchungaji lazima ukuwe. There must be growth in the priesthood too. Lazima kuwe na kukua katika makuhani pia. As they preach, they must be transformed. Wakati wanahubiri, lazima wabadilishwe. The more they preach, as they are transformed. Na jinsi wanavyoendelea kuhubiri, ndivyo wanaendelea kubadilishwa. The more they are transformed. Hallelujah. Ndivyo zaidi wanavyobadilishwa. Hallelujah. You must be more and more of that vessel that can carry the anointing. Lazima uwe zaidi na zaidi ya hicho choma ambacho kinaweza kubeba upako. So you must make effort on a personal basis. Hivyo basi lazima ufanye juhudi kwa viwango vya binafsi. To measure up you see in the spiritual realm. Ili uweze kufikia kile kiwango na unaona katika maeneo ya kiroho. What's happening right now? Kila ambacho kinatendeka sasa hivi tremendous he has poured a tremendous spirit here he is transforming the church from here ni ajabu sana amemwaga roho wa ajabu roho mkuu sana na analigeuza kanisa kutokea hapa in the four ends of the earth katika pembe nne zote za ulimwengu as you preach this word you must be experiencing growth wakati unalihubiri neno hili lazima uwe unakuwa you must let me tell you lazima wacha niwaambieni if you are plugged into some defiled arrangements at your different churches before ikiwa ulikuwa umezama katika unajisi fulani katika makanisa mliokuwemo mwanzoni 
At this point in time you have disconnected from defilement. Wakati huu unapaswa kuwa umejitenga kabisa tokana na unajisi. He says removing the part of us that is prone vulnerable to decay. Anasema kuondoa sehemu yetu ile ambayo iko na uwezo wa kuoza wa kuharibika. That is corrupt. Ambayo imefisadika. That is the flesh. Huo ni mwili. Listen to me precious people. Nisikizeni watu wa dhamani. To tell you the truth the flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom of God. Kuambieni ukweli damu na nyama havita urithi ufalme wa Mungu. Each person will be accounting for their life on a personal basis. Kila mtu atakuwa akitoa hesabu ya maisha yao kwa viwango vya mtu binafsi. Alone. Mtu peke yake. I just want to touch another scripture. Ningependa kuguzia tu kifungu kingine. The book of Revelation precious people. Kitabu cha ufunuo wa Yohana watu wa dhamani. Now we are going to what I want to share. Sasa tunaendea yale ambayo ningependa kuyashiriki. Revelation chapter 19 precious people. Ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wa 19 watu wa dhamani. Verses 6 to verse 9 only that we read. Mstari wa 6 hadi wa 9. I'm reading amplified again today I'm reading from amplified Nasoma katika tafsiri ya amplified tena leo hii nasoma katika tafsiri ya amplified He says Anasema After that I heard what sounded like the shout of a vast throng Anasema Kisha baada ya hapo nikasikia sauti kama sauti ya makutano mengi Like the boom of many pounding waves na kama sauti kuu ya mawimbi mengi ya maji mengi like the roar of terrific and mighty peals of thunder na kama sauti kuu ya mlipuko wa radi yenye nguvu exclaiming hallelujah praise the lord ikisema hallelujah bwana asifiwe for now the lord our god the omnipotent the all ruler Rains. Kwa kuwa sasa Bwana Mungu wetu mwenyezi Mungu mkuu mtawala wa yote amemiliki. Verse 7. Mstari wa saba. Let us rejoice and shout for joy exulting and triumphant. Na tukafurahie na tufurahi tukashangilie tukimtukuza na kufurahia. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor. Tukasherekee, tukampe utukufu wake na heshima. For the marriage of the lamb at last has come. Kwa kuwa harusi ya mwana kondoo hatimaye imekuja. And his bride has prepared herself Hallelujah. Na biharusi wake amejiweka tayari. Hallelujah. So do you begin to understand the meaning of that day? Sasa je, unaanza kuelewa maana ya hiyo siku? And he says, Na anasema, She has been permitted to dress in fine radiant linen. Naye amepewa kuvikwa kitani nzuri ingarayo safi inayometameta. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Dazzling and white. Inayo metameta na nyeupe. For the fine linen is signifies represents 
kwa maana kitani nzuri hiyo inamaanisha hiyo inasimamia hiyo ni the righteous and right standing with god inasimamia haki na kusimama vyema katika haki na Mungu of the saints god's holy people kusimama katika haki kusimama vyema na Mungu kwa wote ule watu watakatifu wa Mungu haleluya haleluya righteous and right standing with god kuwa na haki na kusimama katika haki au kusimama vyema na Mungu right standing with god precious people kusimama vizuri na Mungu watu wa dhamani standing right being right with god kuwa sawa na Mungu kuwa umesimama vyema vizuri na Mungu being in good books with god kuwa katika vitabu vizuri na Mungu that is the reason for the jubilation hiyo ndo sababu ya kula kusherekea that finally the church has right standing with god almighty ya kwamba sasa hatimaye kanisa limesimama vizuri na Mungu mkuu haleluya haleluya radiant and dazzling inayongaa na inayometameta who can make the church radiant nani anaweza kulifanya kanisa liwe linalongaa who can make the church dazzling nani anaweza kufanya kanisa limetemete only the holy spirit ni roho mtakatifu tu You see why the Holy Spirit was sent by the Lord to the church? Je, unaona ni kwa nini Roho Mtakatifu alitumwa na Bwana kanisani? You begin to slowly understand. Unaanza kuelewa kwa polepole. That surely without the Holy Spirit I cannot. He slowly centralizing the Holy Spirit. Ya kwamba hakika bila Roho Mtakatifu siwezi. Kwa polepole anamlenga Roho Mtakatifu. Bit by bit he is pulling the Holy Spirit into the center. Polepole na polepole anamvuta roho mtakatifu kuwa wakatikati even as i progress on this hata wakati naendelea katika haya dazzling inayo meta meta radiant inayo ngara glorious iliyo na utukufu fine linen kitani nzuri meaning right standing with the lord kumaanisha kusimama vyema na bwana right standing with god almighty kusimama vizuri na Mungu mkuu. Has the church made efforts in that direction? Je, kanisa limefanya juhudi zozote kuelekea mahali pale? But most of the church all over the globe. Lakini mengi ya makanisa kote duniani. They are doing business as usual. Wanaendelea biashara zao, shughuli zao kama kawaida. Church has become a ritual routine. Kanisa imekuwa ni mazoea kama tamaduni. A routine ritual. Itikadi ya mazoea tu the practice mazoea look we have tv cameras tazama tunazo tv cameras television cameras television cameras and we need seven and a half minutes of worship na tunahitaji dakika saba na nusu za ibada then we need 15 minutes or maybe 12 and a half minutes of the word na kisha tunahitaji dakika tano ama dakika mbili na nusu za neno. And the last 15 minutes is to announce the next meeting. Na kisha dakika tano zilizobaki ni kutangaza mkutano unaofuatia. And to display our products. Na kuzionesha bidhaa zetu. Isn't that a ritual? Yes. Si ni mazoea? When you're supposed to spend time 
wakati unapaswa kuchukua muda talking about the radiant gown kunena kuhusu vazi la kungaa dazzling and glorious linalo metameta na linalo ngara na lenye utukufu holy righteous takatifu lenye haki no sin hakuna dhambi spotless bila doa without wrinkle bila kunyanzi without stain bila doa lolote because that is a stain you have seen maana hilo ni doa ambalo ameona he shows it to me that I may tell them remove the stain ananionyesha kwamba niwaambie ondoe ni hilo doa take it away liondoe otherwise you'll miss the big felicitation of this day la sivyo utakosa hiyo furaha na kushangilia kuu ya siku hii which speaks about eternity ambayo inaendelea kuhusu umilele the jubilation kushangilia hmm? the joy unspeakable furaha isiyo na kifani when a million years are over wakati miaka milioni moja imeisha and then you go into 10 trillion years alafu unaenda katika miaka trilioni kumi when the 10 trillion years are over wakati hiyo miaka trilioni kumi imekwisha eternity has not yet begun umilele haujaanza and yet it will be of peace na ile hali itakuwa ya amani joy furaha worship ibada felicitation kushangilia and fellowshiping with the lord himself na kushiriki na bwana mwenyewe hmm? there will be no sickness there hakutakuwa na magonjwa kule no disease no pain hakutakuwa na maradhi hakutakuwa na uchungu wowote you understand me je mwanielewa please tafadhali spend this time prepare for eternity chukua wakati huu jiandae kwa ajili ya umilele do you understand me je mwanielewa and that's why he says he called them the apostles the prophets the evangelists the pastors the teachers ndio maana anasema aliwaita waangilisti manabii mitume wachungaji waalimu to prepare the church to grow to the same height ili kuliandaa kanisa kukua kwa kile kimo sawa spiritual height status stature kimo cha kiroho hali ya kiroho utimilifu wa kiroho level of christ kiwango kile cha kristo that on that day the marriage of the lamb ya kwamba katika siku hiyo harusi ya mwana kondo may include your name you see that iweze kulihusisha neno lako je waona hiyo that's why i said ndio maana nilisema if there is a salvation you are teaching today ikiwa kuna wokovu ambao unafundisha leo hii it has to be a living salvation alive lazima uwe wokovu unaoishi wokovu ulio na uhai growing transforming changing improving inayokuwa inayobadilisha inayogeuza inayoboresha and heavenly focus na inayolenga mbinguni i can tell you that naweza kuambia hivyo why have i started by this kwa nini nimeanza kwa haya because there is a risk of stagnation right maana kuna hatari ya kukwama mahali pamoja you people can easily stagnate ninyi watu mnaweza kuamia mahali pamoja kwa uraisi sana oh we are well be careful with that one ya kwamba ehe tuko sawa makini kini na hiyo because once i've spoken it maana punde tu nimeinena the tab has been passed over you have to carry your tab jukumu limepitizwa lazima ubebe jukumu lako carry your cross beba msalaba wako take a spiritual audit of your life every morning say have i improved today from yesterday fanya uchunguzi wa kiroho wa maisha yako kila asubuhi jiulize je maisha yangu yameboreka nikilinganisha na jana If yesterday I staged on a poor performance. 
ikiwa hapo jana nilifanya kwa hali mbaya sana am i better today je leo nimeboreka nimekuwa bora zaidi because the bible says maana biblia inasema nobody knows the day or the hour hakuna ajuaye siku wala saa not even the son of man wala mwana wa adamu not even the angels wala malaika only the lord god almighty himself ni bwana mungu mkuu pekee anayejua so then you begin to understand that the conversation that i am having with the lord now hivyo basi unaanza kuelewa kwamba mazungumzo ambayo niko nayo na bwana sasa about the wedding of the lamb is from the father of christ himself kuhusu harusi ya mwana kondoo inatoka kwa baba wa Kristo mwenyewe with the church pamoja na kanisa haleluya haleluya so you can understand the gravity of this conversation hivyo basi unaweza kuelewa undani na uzito wa haya mazungumzo it is from the holy one of israel himself inatoka kwa mtakatifu wa israeli mwenyewe the god of our lord jesus baba mungu wa bwana wetu yesu with the church pamoja na kanisa that Now the glorious king who performed his task. Ya kwamba sasa mfalme wa utukufu aliyekamilisha jukumu lake. He is glorified on the right hand side of the father seated above the higher heavens. Ametukuzwa katika upande wa kulia wa baba, ameketi juu zaidi ya mbingu za juu. He may come to a way that has been prepared. Aweze kuijia njia iliyoandaliwa. When a king is coming you have to prepare the way caterpillars must be walking. Wakati mfalme anakuja lazima uandae njia katapilas lazima ziwe zinafanya kazi things are working you know everybody's working tomorrow he's going to pass here mambo yanatendeka kila mtu anafanya kazi maana hapo kesho mfalme atapita hapa is that true si hiyo ni kweli in the spirit so it is katika hali ya kiroho hivyo ndivyo ilivyo pia so it is in the spirit ndivyo ilivyo pia katika kiroho haleluya haleluya We must prepare the way for the coming of the king. He is the king. Lazima tuandae njia kwa kuja kwa mfalme. Yeye ndiye mfalme. Oh, I love him. Eh, mimi nampenda. Because he is the king of all kings. Maana yeye ni mfalme wa wafalme wote. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I want to share a little bit now deeper on what the Lord has been speaking lately. Na hivyo basi ningependa kushiriki kwa kilinini zaidi having brought everybody to this foundation baada ya kumleta kila mmoja kwa huu msingi now listen to this sasa yasikize haya i have seen the rider of the red horse and he ran across the earth nimemuona aliyempanda farasi mwekundu na akapita kote kote duniani the red horse that the lord talks about in the bible yule farasi mwekundu ambaye bwana ananena kumuhusu katika biblia signifies blood shed anamaanisha umwagaji wa damu the taking away of peace kuondolewa kwa amani there is no way the lord would have spoken with me hakuna vile bwana angenena pamoja nami and you don't find it in the bible na usipate katika biblia no way haiwezekani hallelujah hallelujah So I want to begin from there. Hivyo basi ningependa kuanzia pale. The red horse, the red horse I've been talking about. Yule farasi mwekundu ambaye nimekuwa nikinena kumuhusu. What does that mean to you? Hiyo inamaanisha nini kwako? What has that meant to you over the years? Hiyo imemaanisha nini kwako wewe kwa miaka hiyo yote? I want to begin from there. Ningependa kuanzia pale. So you may begin to understand the timeline, okay? Ili kwamba uanze kuelewa nyakati sawa that we are towing and we are walking along okay nyakati ambamo tunatembea na kutenda ndani mwake when in 2004 i said i see the red horse 
wakati katika mwaka wa 2004 nilisema kwamba namuona yule farasi mwekundu running the earth akikimbia kote kote duniani running across the earth akikimbia kote kote duniani and again in 2008 i said na pia tena katika mwaka wa 2008 nikasema i have seen the red horse nimemuona yule farasi mwekundu running across the globe akikimbia kote kote duniani and then later i said I have seen the black horse. Na kisha baadaye nikasema kwamba nimemuona farasi mweusi. What has that spoken to you? Hiyo imenena nini kwako wewe binafsi? What has that spoken to the church? Hiyo imenena nini kwa kanisa? How did you understand that? Ulielewa vipi hiyo? Was it just another vision? Je, yalikuwa maono tu mengine? What was the intended message from God to the church? Ujumbe uliokusudiwa kutoka kwa Mungu kwa kanisa ulikuwa upi? Even as the church is in this mighty countdown. Hata wakati kanisa liko katika hii hesabu kuu towards the wedding of the lamb. Kuhesabu kuelekea harusi ya mwanakondoo wa Mungu. That is where I want to start from right now. Hapo ndipo ningependa kuanzia sasa hivi. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 6 I want to read and I read this time okay Kitabu cha ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wa 6 na ningependa kusoma katika tafsiri ya NIV mara hii He says Anasema I watched as the lamb opened the first of the seven seals then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder Come I looked and there before me was a white horse Its rider held a bow. He was given a crown. He rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. Anasema kisha nikaona napo mwana kondoo alipofungua moja ya zile mhuri saba. Nikasikia mmoja wa wale wenye uhai wanne akisema kama kwa sauti ya ngurumo. Njoo. Nikaona. Natazama farasi mweupe. Na yeye aliyempanda anauta akapewa taji naye akatoka ali akishinda tena apate kushinda Verse 3 When the lamb opened the second seal Hallelujah I heard the second living creature say Come then another horse came out a fiery red one Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth and to make men slay each other. To him was given a large sword. Mstari wa tatu anasema na alipoifungua muhuri ya pili nikamsikia yule mwenye uhai wa pili akisema njoo akatoka farasi mwingine mwekundu sana na yeye aliyempanda alipewa kuiondoa amani katika nchi ili watu wauane naye akapewa upanga mkubwa I have always spoken about this Nimekuwa nikinena mara kwa mara kuhusu haya I have seen the sword of God Nimeona upanga wa Mungu at Gusi Stadium katika uwanja wa Gusi on the radio moja kwa moja katika radio I have seen the sword Nimeuona upanga I've seen the red horse and I saw the sword Nimemuona farasi mwekundu kisha nikauona upanga Hallelujah What has that meant to you Hallelujah 
Hiyo imemaanisha nini kwako wewe binafsi? That the church may begin to understand. Ya kwamba kanisa lianze kuelewa at which exact location she is within the prophetic timeline. Ni wakati upi hasa wa kinabii ambao kanisa lipo katika haya majira ya kinabii? Towards the wedding of the lamb. Kuelekea harusi ya mwana kondoo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where exactly she is? Kanisa li wapi haswa? So she may prepare that radiant and dazzling fine linen. So she may be right standing with God when that day comes to pass.
completely dumb huyo mtoto alikuwa bubu kabisa yes. na pia hakuwa nafikia alikuwa anawasiliana akitumia ishara na hii ni baada ya ugonjwa wa ajabu ajabu wa kiakili wakati mtu amishi wa Mungu alikuwa na mbero mtakatifu ashuke alianguka chini na baada ya kupingirika kwa muda fulani akapokea uponyaji wake all the symptoms of HIV disappeared one by one kila ishara ya virusi vya ukimwi vikatokomea moja baada ya nyingine and she has visited her doctor naye ametembelea daktari wake and she has been confirmed negative na imedhibitishwa hana My name is Nancy Omronji. Jina lake ni Nancy Omronji. I'm a university lecturer with a PhD. Naye ni mhadhiri wa chuo kikuu na ile za shahada ya PhD, but the PhD could not heal me. Lakini hiyo PhD haingeniponya. Some people get HIV because they are innocent. It's not because of their own fault. What they were transfused or they were infected. Watu wengine hupata virusi vya ukimwi si kwa sababu wametaka bali wanavipata labda kwa kuongezewa damu au kwa njia zingine but with me i was guilty lakini kwangu mimi nilikuwa na hukumika najua mtindo wangu wa maisha we are going to try to hurry even the lamb the, the death we going to touch a few cases tunaenda kwa the media people and then we will be able to go deeper into the night of this alafu kwa ajili ya wanahabari alafu tutaingia hadi kwa usiku kwa uvilindi kwa ajili ya haya because we have the KTN here the citizen and all the other media houses here kwa sababu tunayo KTN na citizen na wanahabari wengineo hapa hivi so we are going to try to touch each type of case kwa hivyo tunaenda kujaribu kuguzia kila aina ya ugonjwa ulioponya I have records from the medical uh, Nakuru Medical Center Laboratory Services. Ninazo stakabadi kutoka Nakuru Medical Center Laboratory Services. Signed by a doctor called Joseph Singo. Alichunguzwa daktari aitwaye Joseph Singo. And uh, notes about Nancy Omronji. Nawe ni kuhusu Nancy Omronji. The doctor says this is to uh, certify that the above named person came in the laboratory on 20th 
April 206 inasema hii ni kudhibitisha kwamba huyu aliyetajwa hapo juu alikuja katika laboratory hii tarehe eh, 20 April 26 Aprili mwaka wa 2006 kwa ajili ya kuchunguzwa virusi vya ukimwi na matokeo ni kwamba virusi vya ukimwi moja na mbili ilikuepo Then I have another report on alafu ninao ripoti nyingine ya tarehe 21 Julai mwaka wa 2008 And the P24 marker that that's the HIV test is non reactive. Hallelujah. Let us clap to the Lord. Let us put up the negative test. Somebody jump for Jesus. Rokia tu Yesu sasa. PHD cannot heal HIV. PHD haiwezi kufanya virusi vya ukimwi. HIV does not respect PHD. Hata virusi vya ukimwi haviheshimu shahada ya PHD. This daughter here. Huyo binti hapa. The daughter of the Lord. Binti wa Bwana. Was dead. Alikuwa amekufa. Now she can live. Lakini sasa aweza kuishi. Endelea usikome. Alafu daktari yuasema today on 21 July 2008 leo tarehe 21 mwezi wa Julai mwaka wa 2008 I have also carried the test for HIV type 1 and 2 pia nimeendeleza uchunguzi wa virusi vya ukimwi aina ya moja na mbili Ninaweza kuona stakabadi nyingine kutoka Family Health Tawi la Nakuru. Sasa hii ni VCT Center. On the same day she went to a visit to the VCT Center. Siku hiyo hiyo alienda katika kituo cha VCT and is negative. Na tena haipo virusi. Majina yake ni Yusufu. Hivyo basi ni mimi binafsi niliyefanya uchunguzi wa virusi vya ukimwi. Kwa hivyo nikafanya uchunguzi wa viini vya malaria, alikuwa na malaria lakini kando na hayo pia alikuwa na virusi vya ukimwi. Kwa hivyo wiki iliyopita, tarehe 20 Nafsi akarudi tena. Nafsi akaniambia Nataka tukupima. Hivyo basi nilipotoa hiyo damu. Mimi ndiye niliyefanya uchunguzi huo binafsi. Sasa nilipofanya uchunguzi wa kwanza. Ilikuwa haina virusi.
Everybody is here. Citizen. Citizen Nation TV. They are here. Citizen. What can you tell the doctor? What can you tell the doctor? Say Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I receive you today. I receive you today to be my Lord, to be my Lord, my Savior, my Savior. I repent, I repent of all sin, of all sin. I talked about the clock of 